0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Rivalry. We've got episode 71, week 10 of the NFL. And let me tell you, week nine was a wild one. Kyle's about to go in, so let's go. All
1: right, what's up, everybody? Mike, what a fucking week, man. I'm sorry, but like, I am still just absolutely irate at the amount of games that you saw that were literally just underdog heavy. So, we're talking, we'll just start it out with Giants over the Raiders. Like, Giants are depleted, they don't have Saquon, Daniel Jones is concussed still, probably, and then they just somehow end up, oh, I don't know, you know, skirting by with a seven-point victory, Raiders miss a 30-yard field goal at the end, like, absolute atrocious money on there, lost. Was feeling
0: pretty good about the Raiders there, yep.
1: Correct. Then, We'll go with the Falcons-Saints. Like, what in the world is Atlanta Falcons? They're absolute garbage.
0: What are the Saints?
1: Well, what are the Saints? What are you doing allowing Cordell Patterson behind the defense at the end of the game when you just scored? Like, how does that happen? It's only something that could happen with the Saints and the Falcons. Like, I feel like the Falcons somehow or other get, like, these stupid lucky breaks, and then the Saints always get something that happens that just, like, you just sit there and scratch your head, and you're just like, what is going on? So, boom, another dog takes it down. Then the game that just absolutely just stands out to me that pisses me off the most is Bills lose to the Jaguars, and they don't score 10 points. If I'd you have- told me that the Jaguars were playing the Bills, and they were playing four quarters, and that the Bills were going to score six points, I would have said, you're either on drugs, or you've never watched football in your life stick to freaking stick to hockey maybe that's where you're at but <laughs> that game i'm sorry like yeah the coolest thing that happened that game was literally everybody was talking about josh allen intercepts josh allen blah 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 all this other stuff i'm like i could care less people look at this game what is going on
0: yeah yeah bill's bill's money line and the spread like money line i didn't even you don't have life.
1: to you don't have to blow them out like i had the spread Thought it was going to be a lock, but, like, yeah, just win the
0: game. Look, I'd I have had to go back. As, I had
1: them as my guarantee.
0: I'd have to go back in our and look at our history. That might be the first lock that's gone down.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think so, because this week was absolute just reverse week. Like, I think every team just decided, well, you know what? If we're the, if we're the favorite, we're going to lose. I don't that's know why. What it felt like. t- tank for – Tank for Mike and Kyle. I don't know. I don't know what happened. But then, so those are those are just, you know, the first couple games that I have on there. It gets worse. You've got the Browns and the Bengals, which myself picked the Browns. You picked the Browns. Like, we were on the Browns. Then I buy this guy's betting sheet that's supposed to be, like, a really good handicapper. I tell everybody, hey, Bengals, this guy's heavy on it, 3U. Like, that's where you need to go. So we're all on it. And what happens? 41-16, not even a game.
0: (laughs) We put the jinx on that guy, dude.
1: Dude, I'm telling you, I don't know what it is in the water. Like, once we start getting on a team, it's just like they are done. They are absolutely done. But – so you got the Browns and Bengals, and it was just like, okay. You know, that was a coin flip, but not a 41-16. I mean, make it interesting. Like, I had zero fun on Sunday because – as soon as my I placed my bets, they literally, like, FanDuel came back to me and said, all lost, like, right away. Don't <laughs> game hadn't even game, started it. Lost. Yeah, just lost.
0: Dude, so, Joe Burrow yeah, – Joe Burrow looks so good one week, and then the next week you're like, what in the hell? Like, the, the week he played the Bears, through three picks, lost to the Bears. He looked like that Joe Burrow against the, bang, or against the Browns this past week. And then – but, yeah, he just – But then he looks like the best quarterback in the league when he's routing the Ravens. So, I just – I don't get the NFL right now. The
1: the inconsistency play of the quarterback and the defenses are just absolutely ridiculous. Like, we haven't gotten there yet, but, like, the Rams defense, where were you? Did you not show up? What happened? Um, No Derrick Henry. No Derrick Henry. But I'm not going to touch on that game yet because I have a lot to say about that. But, anyways, Cowboys – Thirty to nothing. At that
0: one point. was nuts. That was nuts. Dak to looked the Broncos. Dak looked rusty as shit after not practicing and playing for a couple weeks. What
1: would he do? Go on a bender?
0: Yeah, I know. I, I it was it was weird, man, because he he missed some throws. Then like then I mean they catch some bad breaks. He misses some throws, but then that deep that defense that's been super opportunistic, getting turnovers, didn't do that. So. It's got me weary of the Cowboys a little bit because, you know, we're talking about how good we think they are with that offense and the defense is getting turnovers. But when that defense doesn't get turnovers, they're not forcing people to punt.
1: No. So, yes, I I agree with you on that. The defense didn't show up. They didn't turn the ball or they didn't get the turnovers that they should have. But what I'm saying is the first two drives Cowboys had, like they were driving the ball fourth down and one. Like that yeah. offense gets fourth down and one every single time. Like how in the world? And then they get stopped twice in a row and the Broncos score on both those possessions. And I'm just like, or sorry, I think the one, one of the two, but I just was, I couldn't believe the fact that you go for it. You run the ball. You don't get it. Okay. Next time you're in the same situation, what do you do? You do the same thing over and over. And then you don't get it again. I'm like McCarthy's got to go, dude. He sucks. He's the worst coach.
0: I don't know why they, that was a bad hire. Like we knew McCarthy was bad. He had Aaron Rodgers Dude, and couldn't has, get it done.
1: I think Cowboys wise, they have the talent to match up with any team. I would pick, I would put them on the top in terms of talent, offense, defense. They're up there at the top and to lose to the Broncos like that 30 to nothing going into fourth quarter, getting slopped, 16 points, like whatever. But right. that was an absolute,
0: it was embarrassment. an, asshole,
1: but... an yep. embarrassment. Then, keep going. There's a couple other games, whatever, but the other game that just absolutely fucked me, Cardinals versus 49ers. Cardinals don't have Kyler Murray. They don't have DeAndre Hopkins. They don't have A.J. Green. They don't have J.J. Watt. They are literally starting. Chase Edmonds gets team. hurt early. Chase Edmonds gets hurt. All of a sudden, James Connors comes out and, I don't know, 190 yards, two touchdowns. Looked like Barry Sanders. Looked like Barry Sanders. (laughs) Oh, by the way, like the 49ers, yeah, maybe you don't have that good of an offense, but, like, you're supposed to be a defensive-minded team. So, if all those starters on the offensive side are out, how in the world do they score 31 points? That, to me, is just terrible coaching. Players didn't show up. Like, I don't know what's going on in San Francisco, but Kyle Shanahan needs to figure it out.
0: That game was so weird, though, because, like, the 49ers, we were talking about it while the game was happening, like – 49ers were driving the ball like every possession they got it, and then just coughing it up like Kittle bad fumble, Ayuk fumble, oh like that, just just coughing it up late like late in the drive.
1: I appreciate the effort, but you get up after you caught it, made a big play, and then you don't hang on to the ball like nobody nobody tries to fumble. Like I understand that I'm not saying that he tried to fumble, but in the situation you just made a play like. You're down on the ground. You're trying to get up. Like, just hold on to the ball. You've yeah. already made the play. Like, it was just unreal. And so, I had – obviously, I put money on the Niners, of course, because, like, why wouldn't you? If you took the free right. Cardinals, you're just like, oh, I'm going to fade the entire population. And like, I made this bet you.
0: early in the – I made this bet two, three days ago, and I'm just not going to come off of it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it had to be something like that. It was it was exactly like your pick on uh, the pod.
0: Yeah, you didn't, I had you didn't Cardinals on the pod. Wasn't
1: playing, so guess what? You picked Cardinals, and what happened? 31 yeah. Thirty-one seventeen, unfreaking believable at home, and then Sunday night football. So we're almost to the worst game of the of the of this uh, week. But Sunday night football, Titans Rams. Pretty you know, pretty interesting game in terms of the matchup. It's at LA. They Titans are down. Derrick Henry. You're thinking in that game, okay? It's going to be, you know, pretty close. It's probably going to be, you know, one score game. Um, but then Matt Stafford, what were you doing? Like you get twirled around in the end zone, and you just say, you know what? I'm going to throw a jump ball. Why? Like what I think are you doing? He
0: thought he was going to avoid a safety by just getting rid of the ball. But then when they show it, it's like it wouldn't even have been a safety because forward progress was stopped. But I I understand what he was doing there. You just can't do it because it's too risky because of what happens. What you do? It. So
1: so pick six. Then what's your excuse for the next one? He comes back and throws another pick.
0: I don't have an excuse for that
1: one. Titans like I literally went to the bathroom and then came and showered, came back out in the first quarter, and it's fourteen nothing. I'm like, what the hell just happened? Now I had the over on that game, but I also had the Rams winning.
0: Yeah. See, I was trying to stay away from that game. Cause I did seven and a half seemed like a weird spread for how good the Titans have been playing. I didn't like it, but then the way the events of the day had previously gone, that was my get back game. So then I went <laughs> heavy
1: on the Well, Rams. you had to, th- you had to think that, okay.
0: One favorite had to win.
1: Yeah. One team that's supposed to win has to win, but. On the other side of this, I think me and you, you know, we need to accept it that we were wrong on the Titans. We judged them too early. We got burned by them. And they lost to
0: the Jets. I gave, I was done with them at that point.
1: Correct. But we're looking at all these other teams. Like, there are a lot of teams that have some pretty ugly losses. So, I think that's just the way the NFL is. Like, the parity's there. Well, and- look,
0: is it a lot of good teams or just is everybody bad?
1: I don't think everybody's bad. I just think everybody's
0: inconsistent. Let's go that way. Correct.
1: Correct. I think everybody's inconsistent. I don't think we have a very, like, I don't think we have a very consistent flow team that is in sync, um, offense and defensive wise and can show up every night, you know, and you know what you're going to get. Like, I just don't see that in the NFL right now, but that's making it very exciting. Like, I just wish that, Somehow or other, I could be on the winning side of that.
0: Yes, that would be nice.
1: Titans, you know, Titans won that game, is what it is. Sunday was just absolutely brutal. Then we get to Monday. And now, <sighs> I want to just, I don't set think I'm ready stage. for this. Yeah, I know. So I want to set the stage. So we're all like, you know, we have a group text and we talk about just kind of like, what are the picks? What do we think? All this stuff. And the way that Sunday went, Let's go dogs. Let's go underdogs. This is the Bears week. Like, you're getting seven points. Like, let's do it. So, we were just like, you know what? Steelers are – they're ripe for the getting. We're going to take Bears money line. So, we had Bears money line. We had a couple other people with player props, different things. I took the over in that game. It was only 40. So, I had Bears money line and over 40. Hit the over, but – boy, let's get into the game in terms of just the overall flow of that game. There was no way that anybody could get into the flow because there were so many um, penalties. So, I mean, I think the Bears ended up with like over 100 yards of penalties. I think it was like 12 times um, that they were penalized, 12 or 11. And the biggest one was that taunting call at the end of the um, drive in the fourth quarter where it's – third and like give it 11 that kid that gets brought up from the practice squad makes a huge play goes to fourth down in like 19 or 18 or whatever it was going to be would have been like a 60 some yard field goal they're going to have to punt what does the guy do calls taunting because he's looking at the defense or at the um Steelers bench I'm sorry but like you can't look at the bench now everything that I read was like oh you know Taunting is something that is emphasized this year. They're looking out for it. You can't put yourself in that situation. I get that talk. But at the end of the day, the audacity of a referee to have that much control on the outcome is where I think absolutely not. I don't care if you're in that situation. Like, that is a ballsy call. You have to see something egregious to call because that has to be a – that has to be a call that you're just like, I can't live with myself if I don't call that. And do you think that's what that guy said? He, he saw him looking at the thing and thought that was taunting, so that's why he called it, and then hip-checks him? Like, dude, I was so over that. I mean, the Bears scored after that, which was amazing, but they don't get that three points. Bears only have to get a field goal to tie the game. Touchdown ends up making Pittsburgh have to score. I think they have a trouble scoring in the red zone against our defense, but like that was just the our biggest defense? the bit or well, our defense for that day. But <laughs> I thought I'm like, how do the refs think that they can have that much control over the outcome? Like, that is such a huge penalty. And then okay. that wasn't even like that wasn't even the only penalty. Like I know you're about to talk about some other ones, but like
0: Yeah, can I, I go just in? Couldn't
1: believe it. Yeah, go ahead.
0: Okay. Tony Carrenti. All right. Read the room. You understand. You've been refing football for, I don't know, 60 years, okay? Understand the situation. This Bears team, right, is reeling. Young quarterback, playing well this game, okay? It's It's an emotional game. It's Monday night, prime time. This kid was on the Steelers all last year. They don't bring him back. He's on the Bears practice squad. They just bring him up, activate him. He makes a big sack, a big bend on a third and long, okay? He doesn't run over to the Steelers' bench and get in somebody's face, push him, flip him the bird. He is just looking at them, letting them know that's who made the play, okay? Like any of us would have done. And you are staring at him. I'm talking to the ref right now. You're staring at him do that, right? You see what he's doing. Nothing's being said. It's whatever, He's not even close to their bench. Then you, like, back into him. Stair right? him down. Right? Like fucking, like a tough old man. Okay? Yeah. You back oh, yeah. into him and then grab that flag and toss it in the air and hold it. Like you just made a fucking game-winning three-pointer at the Steering buzzer. Steering directly at him yeah. with some scout Like so much flair and flauntness taunting on the ref no on kidding. that flag throw is what I want to call <laughs> like, give me a break how egregious that was, okay? And you're going to make that call in that situation, knowing damn well what that does to that game. You just decided players aren't going to decide this game. I'm going to.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And that's where I, you can't do that. You can't do that. There needs that to be some oversight. Should be,
0: he should be fined and suspended.
1: Oh, hundred percent. Like I, like,
0: NFL, you have to do something about that call, about well, that performance as a group, as a group for
1: sure. Because like, we haven't ha- even talked about the phantom block down in the uh, red zone,
0: the the low block, which he wasn't outside the he wasn't outside the tackle. Okay, so it was even even if he does touch him, it might not even have been illegal. And then he, bar- I don't even know if he hit him. TJ Watt jumped over him. So and then. Then the next play, the the, the slide by Fields was late. I don't think that was a penalty. You have some people saying that that could have been a late hit. I don't think it was. But the third down play, I mean, that dude takes like two steps and hits Fields in the back up by the head after he's thrown the ball and takes him to the ground. The the play on Big Ben that Mario Edwards got fouled for earlier in the game was less of a foul than that one. Hey and it doesn't let, get called let's
1: let's protect this six six two hundred and sixty pound guy but let's just let people go off on the six three six four two twenty two
0: thirty rookie like that's rookie. all that's like I, I don't understand it like that there has to be there has to be repercussions for these refs. I know that they get graded by the league and blah blah blah. They, you know probably get their hands slapped. Oh, you gotta do better, blah blah blah. No, you've changed the outcome of a game, possibly. Like I'm not going to sit here and say the Steelers wouldn't have won. No, you can't but, because we'd never know. We never would know, right? We don't get that opportunity to find out. Correct. And just, I like Scott Van Pelt, but then like I'm already pissed. And then after the game, he's doing <laughs> interviews. He's doing interviews with the Monday Night Guys. He's like, yeah, oh, it's a good thing it didn't affect, it didn't impact the outcome of the game because the Bears ended up scoring. Bullshit. If he doesn't make that taunting call, Steelers it's a four punt, point game. It's, 23 it's a four point twenty three to twenty at the time Steelers have to punt down, score a touchdown. Okay. 20, maybe the Steelers pin the bears and they don't even end up scoring a touchdown, but we don't know that we have to go off. We have to go with the assumption that they would have marched down. Like they did. They scored touchdowns 27, 23. Now the Steelers have to get a touchdown, not just a field goal to win that game. Like it's just, it's unreal. What happened? And I, I yes, I'm biased. I hate blaming refs, but that was probably the most egregious refereeing performance I've seen in my life. On the I just field. yeah,
1: I mean, I think I think we said it best, which is this: that is probably the most control you will ever see a refing unit have on a game. There yeah. was just no way that the Bears were ever going to be in a position to win that game. Like, no, it was just it. It was one thing, after, and then like we haven't talked about. Quinn getting five neutral zone infractions.
0: Right.
1: I'm sorry. At some point, I I know that I'm going to take the, like I'm going to blame the player because it's that easy. If you're getting called, you should take it back up, back up. Agreed. 100%. But after a while, if I'm a referee and just like, I don't know, a decent human being, like I'm going to go over to number 94 and just be like, here's the deal. You line up your helmet is over the ball. I'm going to call that every single time.
0: But, so, yes, do I agree something with something about it. I agree with you. Ref should have said something to him, maybe. Robert Quinn, you're a pro. You got called once, maybe a second time. 11-year, 11-year veteran. Yeah, back the hell up, okay? They're obviously being dicks about it and want to call you on it. But at the same time, like you can call that every single game five to six times if you, you want. Know what you the, see my it favorite, all day dude, long. My,
1: my favorite was, okay, they just called it and then he's on the right side lined up, almost looks like he's off. Then 59, that kid from the practice squad, is over the ball, and they don't call it. I thought they were going to call it again. It was one side.
0: So it was one. the one line judge on the one side was the one making the call. The other line judge wasn't calling it.
1: And I'm pretty sure if they would have called that second one in a row, I really think Nagy might have gotten on the field. I (laughs) Like, he was about to just lose his mind, but like – and my other I'm, thing
0: with these offside calls, you want to call that DN for his helmet being over the line of scrimmage? Okay, if the, if we're going to be that nitpicky, we're going to call that consistently. How about that right tackle who's trying to get an extra step pass blocking gets his ass up to the line of scrimmage?
1: Or how about you just call the uh, late hits on our quarterback? Yeah, in? how about we
0: just let the players play the effing game? Dude,
1: that's, that's, that's right. Yeah, so I think we beat that up enough. It was an absolute atrocious atrocious job by the refs, but Bears, let's let's go to the positives. Like, I think the Bears found something in their passing game. Justin Fields stepped up, but like they started looking downfield and hitting those targets and running some actual like deep threat plays. You don't see routes. that in Bear you don't see that in Bears football. Right. And well, so, we, as soon as they started in that second half, really starting to see, okay, hey, we can get a couple double moves and Justin can throw a pretty good ball.
0: Right. No, dude, he he missed that one throw to Goodwin early in the game. It was just, it was a bad throw. Goodwin got rocked for it, too. And, but after that, he settled in. He made great throw after great throw. Good decision.
1: Wasn't he in the, sorry, wasn't he in the end zone whenever he threw that one?
0: No. Like, no, it, it was literally it was like a third down too, and we needed a good. Good one was open. Oh,
1: that's and he right. Just, he just he led him
0: too far, and gotcha, then the safety yeah, yeah, came yeah. down and rocked him. Yeah, but yep, yep. he puts that on him. We probably get the first down there. But after that, he played well, made some good throws. I thought when he moved outside the pocket, he made some really good throws, extending the play, made good decisions on just to keep it and run. Uh, yeah, you're right. We looked good. We were throwing the ball down the field, finding the tight ends in the middle of the field. You know, we got Allen Robinson involved in the game for once. It was nice to see. No but it's shit. like, you know what it was? He had time. Like, he had to scramble a little bit. But, like, for the most part, he was able to drop back a little bit and survey the field and make a throw. We were chipping T.J. Watt. You know, that's all it is. It's like, hey, Cole Komet, before you run that seam route, why don't you put a shoulder in T.J. Watt? Like, it's not hard to do every time. Make him either have to change where he lines up, which makes him easier to block, or you're going to chip him and throw him off, and that buys you an extra second as a quarterback. Like it's not rocket science. Correct. T- we don't need Cole Komet getting out on his route so fast that yeah. he can't drop a shoulder into TJ Watt. Right I don't quick.
1: think. I don't think he's the number one uh, yeah. option on most plays.
0: Yeah. If he just has to drop a shoulder into TJ Watt and then turn around four yards down the field, then that's our checkdown. Okay.
1: Perfect. But
0: as long as we have time to look at Allen Robinson and Darnell Mooney first is what we want so they got it figured out a little bit i'm excited i mean i wish we weren't three and six right now but that i mean look i'm trying to remind myself that what this year was was just getting justin fields ready for future like we're we're not winning the super bowl this year so,
1: Correct. And, I mean, there were some big, you know, holes in the in the Bears' defense. Like, Max out. You got um, – who's that big 96? Um, Aaron
0: Hicks was there, but, yeah, he was kind of hurt throughout the game. But, yeah, Khalil Mack was out. Um, Eddie Jackson, our safety, was out. Yeah, I mean, and, there was – And then we're just weak at corner. Jalen Johnson is good, but on the other corner, Vildor just isn't getting it done. We let Fuller walk in the offseason, and it's turned out to not be a great decision, but – yeah, you're, you're, we got holes to fix for sure, but hopefully the quarterback is finally one that we don't have to worry about in the next upcoming draft.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just, I was really happy to see Nagy calling some aggressive routes and Justin Fields actually stepping up and making some of those throws and choosing to put the ball in the air because honestly, I think that that's what's been missing. Um, and I think that that's what Justin Fields did really well. So, I think that as that's coming around, I think that, you know, there's there's definitely a lot of positives that the Bears can take from that, you know, game. But at the end of the day, I just, you know, it, it, it was a shitty outcome for as hard as the Bears played and as good as they, um, you know, could have played. Right. Uh, all right, man. Well, that was uh, that was kind of a recap. Sorry, we kind of went in there. But, like, I'm telling you, that was a frustrating week. I've never been more excited to get on to week uh, 10. So, what we yeah. got going
0: on Le- Leaderboard, um Shane Albert taking over first place from Jake uh with back What's to back big Shane? week Shane went 4 and 2 Jake went 2 and 4 this week so Shane's got him by a game 34 and 20 Jake's 33 and 21 Melissa is in third at 26 and 20 for the fans so she's uh a ways back from them uh, but Shane and Jake with a tight one at the top Harry and Boo are still bringing up the rear Perry's 24 and 28. Boer didn't pick last week. He's losing motivation, um, but I'll stay on him. He's 20 and 21. Uh, Kyle, we both went three and two. So that keeps you, what, five games ahead of me, I think. Um, so I got, I still got a bunch of work cut out for me, but uh, I was surprised with the way the week went in games that we both went three and two still. So I, was, I guess I was happy to see that. So that's where we're at on the leaderboard and uh, let's do our picks. You don't need to see my look of disgust when we talk Bears offense.
1: Boom. Hey, well, you know what? I got a uh, five and O week right here. I guarantee it. You've heard it here, five and O. There's no doubt. Listen,
0: don't do that. That is caliber quarterback
1: right there. I mean, I've just been bad. Like I've just been bad.
0: Kyle just got up from his chair. While we're doing this podcast and went and hit a couple practice putts on his little putting green. Four and one, four and one snipping a five and oh. Fine. All right, Kyle. Week ten. Um look, I'm going back to the well. I'm going Bill's as my lock. Like, I feel like they're gonna take out some anger on the Jets this week. One would think, right? Yeah. Uh 13 and a half point spread, but I got him just as my lock. Dang. Um,
1: okay, so <laughs> I have the Bucks as my lock against Washington.
0: Ooh, that's scary. Uh,
1: no, I'm, I'm not worried about it. <laughs> Tom Brady off by, like, give me that all day. Um, they're going to be ripe for, for the pick. And I almost picked it as my spread game, but I just wanted to get my guarantee. So I got the Bucks minus nine and a half at Washington. Um, my upset, Browns plus one and a half at Patriots minus one and a half. Feel like the Browns kind of figured out something. Their defense is, you know, solid. Running game, they got Chubb back. Like, I feel. Are you
0: surprised to see the Patriots favored that game?
1: Surprised to see the Patriots favored. It's at Foxborough, so that's probably why they have had a lot of good games. They've been playing Um, well. Yep. But I think that that's also kind of why I'm picking the Browns too. Is that Mac Jones is due for a letdown game.
0: I, yeah, it was surprising to me that they're favorites just because, yeah, the Patriots have been playing good and it's at Fox World. But, like, the Browns have been playing well, too. So, like, when are they going to start getting their due respect, maybe? But, yeah, I'll, I, I had the same upset. Browns, again, uh, plus one and a half at the Patriots.
1: Love it. Who's your first spread?
0: My first spread game, I went Chargers minus two and a half versus at home against the Vikings. I mean, look every single week the Vikings are a field goal or less spread underdogs, occasional favorite, like maybe they were favored against the lions, but like that game's coming down to a field goal. And I like that the chargers win. Cause the Vikings find a way to lose.
1: 100%. Um, I didn't pick that game. Um, just because like, to be honest, the Vikings just scare me. I never know. I never know what to expect. And so I was looking at some of the other ones out there and, um, My first spread, Rams minus three and a half, 49ers plus three and a half. Niners are garbage, in my opinion. And the Rams probably are just embarrassed as can be with that performance on Sunday night football. But, I mean, I think they bounce back heavy. Um, So it's only three and a half. Um, I wish it was three, but three and a half, I'll take the Rams on that.
0: Yep, I took this, I took that game as well. So my second spread was Rams. I agree with you. I'm not going to say the Niners are trash. <clears throat> I am telling you, I think against the Cardinals, they moved the ball well. Had those two drives that ended in fumbles end up in maybe ten points, uh, that we might momentum wise and everything, we might be looking at a different game. So I'm not going to say they're trash, but I do think the Rams are better. I think they and I think the Rams do bounce back. So I took that game as well.
1: You got that game as well. Yep. Okay. Uh my spread game is the Bills minus twelve and a half a jets. I <laughs> really just think that they are gonna come out and like that was that was embarrassing to watch. You could tell it Josh Allen was embarrassed. The Bills Josh Allen, by the way. Um right. but overall that was like I was listening to some of the different like podcasts that I listened to, and they made a good point, which is like I will take that loss a lot better than a Niners uh, Cardinals where the Cardinals teams depleted and you lose to them because you just are out coached outplayed in my mind the Jaguars bills let down because it's the Jaguars who cares like you're not you're not a franchise like we're gonna go in there we could you know throw it left-handed we should win like obviously they didn't so they know that now but like I think that that's definitely a letdown game because nobody really respects the Jaguars. And in my opinion, the Bills know the team that they are, know the caliber of athletes they have. So it was just kind of one of those things where I think everybody just kind of looked, you know, past it. Then got into a game, ball didn't bounced their way. They had some, you know, turnovers, costly mistakes. So, yeah, right. so I, I, just, I just kind of looked at it where, you know, it was definitely a stupid game. A stupid game, stupid ending. But at the end of the day, I don't think the bills really like are negatively affected by that. I think it's only positive. And so that's I why agree I with you, going. but the
0: only thing I'll say that I think gets overlooked and yeah, like what you're saying is like, ah, it's whatever. It's one game. It was the Jags early in the season, blah, blah. blah. But that, you know where that game stings a little bit more when they got to go to Tennessee or something in the playoffs instead of Tennessee after they come to Buffalo.
1: Sure. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like that's the things
0: I think about. It's like you let a stupid game like the Jaguars cost you home field advantage possibly. Now the Titans have lost to the Jets, so they can say the same thing if it goes the other way. But like those are things is that you got to think about when you're going in those games, like this is for the long haul home field advantage. People have to come through Buffalo if they want to get to the Super Bowl, and now we just had a letdown at Jacksonville that could cost us that opportunity. But yes, in the moment, I'm sure it's easy to say, ah, the Jags will win. You have the oh, Jags 100%. and Jets back-to-back weeks, and you're going to go 1-1 one and one possibly instead of 2-0. and oh. Unreal. Never would have thought that. Unreal. All right, My last uh, spread game, I had a hard time finding another one. Uh, a lot of games that I didn't like the spread on. This one is kind of just a – A team just had a huge win, looking for a letdown, and another team that that I have no idea about and just hoping I get lucky, Eagles plus three at Denver. I'll take the Eagles.
1: I like that one. It was Um, almost
0: my upset pick, um, but I just went Browns instead. Yeah,
1: I trust the Browns a lot more than I trust the Eagles. Um, And the Broncos, like I said, I mean, I
0: don't – I just think that was a fluke game, honestly, with the Cowboys.
1: I don't know, man.
0: I mean, they got a pick six and uh or did yeah i feel like dak was uh, maybe not a pick six but like dak was just off that game man and it just it was not a good game
1: yeah they had so many turnovers it was just it was hard to watch especially betting on the cowboys um yeah. but my last spread lions plus eight at steelers minus eight like give me steelers minus eight uh I don't think that they played as good as they probably could have played against the Bears. Uh, I think they just snuck by, but the Lions are absolute garbage. So, I'm picking against the garbage this week. Like, we've already had enough of the
0: See, I'm worried the Steelers aren't explosive enough to beat them by more than eight points.
1: I mean, it's at home again. So, if they get the same refereeing crew, maybe. (laughs) If they get their
0: boys. (laughs) Man, let's not go back to that. Give me the, okay. give me the, uh, there's our picks. Uh, I'm on the Bills as my lock. Browns upset. Chargers two and a half against the Vikings. Rams three and a half at the Niners. Eagles plus three at Denver. Kyle's going Bucks as his lock. Browns also as the upset. One and a half over the Patriots. Rams minus three and a half at Niners. Bills minus 12 and a half at the Jets. And, lo- and Steelers minus eight, uh, at home against the Lions. All right, right, everybody.
1: So, I told you I had something up my sleeve for this week. Oh, no. And we are just over halfway through the season. So, nine weeks played, eight weeks left. So, I decided let's just open it up. We're going to do all picks this week to try to get some people back in the game or create just some chaos. Okay. Instead of the six games, we're picking every single game besides the Thursday game.
0: So Besides the Thursday game.
1: So I'm going to go down the list. It's every game. I want everybody to pick. This is where if you've missed some weeks, like, come back in. Give us your picks. If you're on top, this could be a rough week for you. you need to make some points up, like, this could be the week to do it. So it's only going to happen once. Kind of the wild money round, as we as we could call it. But, um, yeah, we're going to go, you know, straight through the games. So, I will just take you through it. This is, you know, based on the lines right now, 934 on a Tuesday night. So, first game, not the Thursday game, first game on Sunday, Buffalo minus 12 and a half at the Jets. Do they bounce back? Do they not? Some large spread? We'll see. I'm on. Second Next. game. Buccaneers, Washington football team. Bucks coming off a bye. Bucks minus nine and a half. Washington football team plus nine and a half. Next. Falcons at Cowboys. Falcons plus eight and a half. Dallas minus eight and a half. You gotta bounce back if you're Dallas.
0: Yeah, I agreed.
1: I just don't know if he bounces back to an eight and a half point victory, <laughs> right.
0: but Next,
1: Saints at Titans. This is a stupid spread, but I just couldn't get myself to bet it or to to put it in my thing. Saints are plus two and a half to the Titans. In my mind, the Titans should be a seven point favorite at 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 Tennessee.
0: Yeah, like, I would agree. Why? How come neither one of us bet that game?
1: Because I, I don't know who the Saints are, and the Titans are still. Yeah.
0: Both weird. those teams are scary <laughs> week to week. You have no idea.
1: Okay. Next is Jags at Colts. Jags are getting 10 spotted to them. Coming off a huge victory. Yep. Yeah. That game could be 50 to nothing. I don't know. Couldn't even tell you. But 10 points, stay away from it if if, if it's me. But But they can't. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, All right, moving into the last – or, sorry, the second to the last game on the early morning. So, Lions at Steelers. Lions are getting eight points. Steelers minus eight. And the last game on that first card – Cleveland Browns plus two at Patriots minus two.
0: We're making that one and a half.
1: We're making it one and a half. Mikey says.
0: That's what we had it at, even though it was upset pick. But I don't want to. I don't want to see any pushes on that game.
1: Well, the the line just moved, so it's plus two now. But but we're saying it's one and a half. Yeah, that's right. Um, All right, next game, Vikings plus two and a half, Chargers minus two and a half. Eagles plus three, Denver minus three. Seahawks plus three and a half, Packers minus three and a half. Is Rodgers going to be back? I think so. That's shocking. That I think Saturday
0: Saturday is technically the first day he can be back.
1: What do you think of Jordan Love, real quick?
0: I thought he looked. Um, I I hate to judge him too much because you know first start, maybe short notice even, um, but I thought he looked very um, uncomfortable. Yes, cool. I um,
1: I think it was. I think it was good experience for him. I don't think he played out of you know. I,
0: I think don't think he, he played, played very to good to his
1: potential no. for sure. So. Um, but I mean, granted, in that situation, like you said, probably limited notice uh, playing the Chiefs. Like, yeah, it's I a mean, big. It's, it was a big day. Yeah, lot lot going on there. But um, no, it, it almost ended up pulling out the victory. Mm-hmm. Um, So, the next game is the Chiefs minus two and a half, Raiders plus two and a half, Sunday night. Raiders. Raiders Raiders already beat them, by the way.
0: And the Chiefs suck.
1: And the Chiefs are garbage. Which means that they'll probably end
0: up beating them by 30. (laughs) And then the
1: last game, Monday night, Rams again. Or, sorry, uh, they were on Sunday night, but Rams Niners, Rams are giving up three and a half. Like I said, I really like that spread because I think they have a bounce back game and I I agree. I think the Niners are in turmoil. All right, so that's all the games. So So you have you got, to bet them all. You have to you have to pick them all. And the way that you know I, I look at this is that this is gonna allow for some movement. This is gonna be an opportunity for everybody um we're opening up one time midway through the season so hopefully we get you know some people that uh, need to make some moves making
0: some moves i noticed you didn't want to open me and you up to betting all of them what's up i noticed you didn't want to you didn't want to bring this up while me and you were just picking our five games
1: well this is the fan pick week
0: oh uh, okay
1: see once i get you down enough i'm gonna be like well, this isn't you know any competition so we might as well just open.
0: It i'm up. not down enough already
1: <laughs> not yet <laughs> Not
0: yet. All right. Fair enough. All right. There you have it, people. I'm not even going to run through them all. Pick every game. I will post it. i tell you what, we're just going to post them all. No bonus game. Don't even have to listen. I mean, we want you to listen. Okay. I'm not going to tell you not to listen, but, and if obviously if you're hearing this, you're already listening. So it doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) like, come on, dude, move on, Mike. Let's go pick Uh... all the games. All right. We'll post them all. Um, Shit, man, that's exciting. I love that, Kyle. He he didn't tell me he was doing that. So it was a little surprise. It was it was good. It was good. I I think that's gonna that's gonna bring some people back in. Booer, get your ass back in. Okay. Jordan Downs, maybe he makes a comeback.
1: I boy, <laughs> Get Stop. yourself in here. Stop, dude. All I love
0: right. It. Uh, that's our that's the picks for this week, Kyle. Let's power five and get out of here. You go first, cause
1: I I did some heavy soul searching with this Power Five because man, I wanted to put absolutely nobody. Look, I literally wrote down the first one. I said zero.
0: Top none. my top four teams from last week's Power Five all lost.
1: <laughs> so did mine.
0: Like unreal. Oh no 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 no. Three Bucks of, had a buy. Bucks had a buy for you. Bucks, I didn't have him in there. Yeah, three out of five. Three out of five. Cardinals okay, won so. and Bucks won. I go Cardinals. They get moved back up from fifth to first. I mean, you win like that with without all those star players. You got my attention. Cardinals are one. Bucks are two. Just because I mean they got a win basically by not playing last week, the week of the dog. Bucks are two.
1: In a Tom even. Tom knew that, and that's how he scheduled He I mean, scheduled his sick, own bye dude. week. It's, yeah. <laughs> he's, it's he's
0: ridiculous, man. He's <laughs> <Seize> the future. <laughs> Titans are three. Ooh, baby. I mean, I'm t- i am got them
1: resurrected. Can't.
0: <clears throat> yeah, they were dead, resurrected. I think dead again, maybe, and now re-resurrected. Like, I can, I'm not keeping them out anymore.
1: Well, so you, you know what? This is where I can have respect for a team is that show me I'm wrong, Prove me wrong time and time out and then get me back in it.
0: They've proved me wrong to the tune of some dollars. Exactly. <laughs> and I don't like it anymore. Exactly. Exactly. Titans are three. Bills are four just because that's a flute game. They're still good. Like sure. they're getting the Chiefs um, respect that we used to give the Chiefs when they'd lose a game or two. Like, ah, it's the sure. Chiefs.
1: Sure.
0: Chiefs don't get that anymore. Bills are still getting it. Rams are five. Because they lost to to the Titans though, who have moved up to three. I still like the Rams, Cowboys. I was too disappointed. You're six. Um, I, I I don't even know. I think I, I'm thinking about six teams really. Like Browns, maybe you're hanging around. I thought the Bengals were going to hang around, but they're done. Chargers are maybe trying to come back and hang around. You're missing I don't know. two
1: teams, man. You're missing two teams, but no. I
0: who am I really... missing?
1: Packers and Ravens. Packers, Packers and no. Ravens. Packers it. and Ravens. For sure. Seven and two. Packers you can't beat the Chiefs right with your backup quarterback? Packers, Packers are, are my seven fault. and two right now. Aaron Rodgers is the most valuable right. player. You're right.
0: You're year. right. I forgot about the Packers because they're fucking the –
1: Well, so, okay.
0: Packers so this, can be seven.
1: All right. All right. So, that's Mike's – I put, like, probably an hour into this um, to just come up with this. So, my power five is – basically Mike's power five, which really frustrates me. The only teams we have switched is I have the bills at number three and the Titans at four. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. why. So
0: you have Cardinals one.
1: So I have Cardinals number one, they're eight and one. The only loss they have is to the Packers seven and two. And it was 24 to 21. That's the only loss they have on their card. And they have a great win versus the Niners. Nobody on their team second string. So in my mind, Cardinals number one.
0: Okay. You,
1: you get up, you play for every game, and they have. Second, Bucks. Same same brain in terms of just looking at the buy, looking at their schedule, looking at where they're at. Now they lost to the Rams week three which I'll give them. That's a good loss. Well, we the talked about Brady
0: me, wanted to lose that game.
1: Correct. They, the The one that upsets me is the saints week eight before they're by. maybe they were coasting. I don't know, but I still just think in terms of offense, defense, they're really, you know, put together team. I think they're probably the most consistent team in terms of just play. Now they get some bad breaks. They, you know, have some turnovers or whatever, but that's football. So, they're my number two. Bills, number three, five and three. This was a tough one for me because I almost had the Titans where you had them. But when I was looking at the Bills, so they have the Steeler loss in week one, which it was week one. They were kind of unmotivated, came out flat, whatever. Then they lose to the Titans week seven. So then I was like, well, I got to put the Titans in front of them. Right. But but here's my thing.
0: But then is, they lose to the Jags, and you think, nah.
1: No, 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 no. So I'm off the Jags. I'm off the Jags. Honestly, that game is going to, in my mind, like, it's almost like when you're playing Mario Kart and you hit a star and then you just, like, speed up, you're invincible, like you just start knocking people left and right. Like, that's what I think that game did to the Bills, and I think they needed that. They needed check. If you talk to Josh Allen before that Jaguars game to after this Jaguars game, I think he's more focused. So now, you're putting this
0: on future.
1: So I'm putting it on future play, which is going to be Tennessee riding high. Super high. They're, they've they lost Eric Henry for the season. They've got a lot of fucking momentum right now. They beat Seattle, Bills, Ravens, Colts twice, Chiefs. Their losses are Cardinals week one and Jets week five. I'm looking at this and saying, Jets and Jags, throw them out.
0: So, so then go with the head-to-head.
1: Correct, go with the head-to-head. But in that game, Bills versus Titans, like Derrick Henry absolutely carried them in that game. He's no longer in the picture. So Didn't seem to
0: going, matter, really. Ah, uh, Beat the uh, Rams. Man. Beat your Rams without them.
1: Yeah, but they didn't do anything on the uh, running most didn't of that was
0: he, through the air. did even worse for other teams if Ten Hills beating you,
1: a hundred percent. But I think Matt Stafford beat the Rams, not the Rams beat the the, right. the Titans. I
0: just I have a hard time putting Bills it. ahead of the Titans it. right now, and
1: that's why. And that's why you have a list, and I have a list. I'm just telling you where my brain's at. But okay. so Titans have impressive wins, like I said. But I think that at the end of the day, does that does that full tank of gas run out? I think so. Um, Rounding out number five is the the Rams. They've got wins over Bucks, Seattle, Colts. Uh, their losses are to the Cardinals and the Titans. So like those are two decent losses. Like they've been pretty consistent. They're only going to get better with Von Miller. So that's how I rounded out. Then I have for the three teams looking in. I have the Cowboys six and two, Packers seven and two, Ravens six and two. The I think that. For the Ravens, this is the only thing that gives me a little bit of anxiety about putting them as a good team is their best win is they smoke the Chargers, but they've lost to the Bengals, and they've lost to um, the Raiders. And the Bengals, in my mind, are just like very inconsistent. I no, so. I
0: both those teams. So they happen to catch those teams on hot nights. Maybe, correct. But.
1: Correct. Correct. So – you know, but I think that that when they smoked the Chargers, like that was a that was a statement game. Now, obviously, Justin Herbert, you know, second year, could have up and down games, pretty inconsistent so whatever.
0: But same with Joe Burrow.
1: Same with Joe Burrow. So that's where that's where I kind of got to the Power Five: Cardinals, Bucks, Bills, Titans, Rams. And then you're just flip flopping the Bills and Titans based on the matchup. I think we're both in the same realm, which is good. Yeah. Um, overall, though, you know, I think that. I just think that right now, like, it's super open for any team, so you should just be playing to get in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I think we're going to have an exciting uh, finish to the year and, and playoffs because I don't think that there is a dominant team. Like, maybe years past, you could you could hang it on two teams clashing in each conference's championship game. You know what I mean? Like a, Ford, like a final four was worth it. Now it's – I honestly don't know. There's a handful of teams in each conference that if they made it to the Super Bowl, I would not be surprised. Dude.
1: The, the AFC West is an absolute circus right now. Every team has five wins. Chargers, five and three. Raiders, five and three. Chiefs, five and four. Broncos, five and four. What happens in that division? Like, Broncos
0: get last place.
1: Maybe. They
0: have to be the team that falls off. But, yes. I, maybe. I, you I know what? Know. They
1: have? They have? They have the best defense in that. They have 153 points scored against them. Next closest is the yeah, Raiders remember their first three games
0: were against teams that were 0-9.
1: Doesn't matter. Some of those games – we're on week 10 now. I, that's funneled through it. That's but, funneled but
0: that's helped it. the points scored against. We have three games against terrible teams. The Chiefs' schedule has been really tough to this point. Like, they've played good teams, and they've lost to those teams that we thought that they would beat. But they've had a tough schedule. Uh, I look for them probably – because the other teams haven't separated themselves, I still wouldn't be surprised if the Chiefs win that division. Okay. Because I don't, th- I don't trust the Raiders, and I don't even know that I trust the Chargers. I would think right now, if you had told me the Chiefs would be five and four and playing like this, I would have said to you, okay, the Chargers are going to win that division. But I haven't been super impressed with the Chargers either. Like I thought I might.
1: I'll take I'll take the Chargers in that division.
0: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. That's one of those things. I wouldn't be surprised, but I also wouldn't be surprised. Then. Then
1: what I think is another one is this AFC North. You've got Ravens at 6 and 2, Steelers 5 and 3, Browns 5 and 4, Bengals 5 and 4. Like what happens there?
0: Yeah, that's a that's a tougher division to me I think to figure out.
1: Yeah, AFC West, AFC North like are complete like coin flips at yeah. this point. Then you look over at, you know, the NFC, really the only kind of Division there that you know has some type of parity is, is the, the west MC south. No, the NFC South,
0: you don't like Rams Cardinals over there in the west,
1: yeah. But I mean, Cardinals Rams are going to get in, and then you got the Seahawks and Niners both sitting at three and five, yeah. So I think the Rams get in there as a wild card, or the Cardinals get in, there but I mean, wild, the South, like the, Cardinals, like the,
0: the Bucks are coming out of the South
1: for sure. But I'm just saying, you got the Saints five and three and then you've got Falcons form four, Panthers form five. I don't think that the Falcons and Panthers are going to end up doing much, but the Saints, Buccaneers, I mean, dude, who's the Saints? Like, once they get um, Jameis back, is he coming back? I I think I saw something that he might be coming back. Um, But I think that that's where, like, their defense is probably top five, if not top three, in my opinion. Um, So I could see it being in there for, like, a wild card. But, um, yeah, man, I mean, it's just – AFC is a mess. NFC is a little more easy to kind of understand where we're at, but it'll be interesting to see kind of how this all shakes out.
0: I'm, I'm excited about it. For sure. For sure. All right, um, let's get out of here. Shout out to our, our boy, Dustin, getting a big uh, dog win tonight. So, good job to SEMO.
1: Week of the dog continues, SEMO.
0: That's right. Let's go. Keep Stay hot. Stay hot.
1: Wait, wait. Wasn't that a plus like 15 game or something?
0: Yeah, something like that,
1: or like a plus. Like that was a huge, that was a huge win in terms of just the way that the spread looked on that game.
0: Yep, it was a definitely an upset win. So love uh, that. Love. Congrats that, to All right, let's um, let's get out of here. We'll see you guys next week. Don't forget all the games this week. Pick them.
1: Boom.